Hello, everyone. My name is Caleb. And I'm Ben. And you are listening to Tribal Talk, a survivor podcast. Hey, Caleb. Hey, Ben. What an episode. I think we would be remiss not to go through and mention some of the fantastic strategic plays of our boy, Rick Devins. So first, when the episode began, we saw Rick telling everyone that his previous idol that he had just played came from the edge of extinction. And the reason he did this was so that the others would not think to go look for an idol. Hmm. Yeah. So we saw this not fooling Lauren. The reason it didn't fool her was because she has held on to an idol for, I think, um, yes, the entire game, the entire game, the whole game. She has had a hidden immunity out of which she found and buried next to a rock. Uh, I will get to that later. Um, so for the, the second time this season, we saw Devons wake up earlier than everyone else. And while everyone is, you know, sleeping or waking up and making their breakfast, he finds an idol. But ultimately, no one else even thought to start looking until after he had already found it. Yeah. So everyone kind of took the morning off. You saw him making rice, talking about how Devons was desperate and man, they can't wait to vote off Rick Devons. And then after they had made the rice, they sent Lauren to check on him and it was already too late. Dude, that was so awkward too when she went up to him and she's like smiling through her teeth and she's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I know that you got it from this beach. Yeah. I know you're lying to me. And like her, her jaw wasn't even moving. <laughs> it was so weird. What's fascinating about Lauren's inaptitude. She's not, a, she's not made for this game. She, because she doesn't think about the reason why Devin's lied in the first place. And that was to keep them from looking for the idol. So what does she do? She goes back to breakfast. She leaves him alone. <laughs> to look yeah. for an idol. <laughs> They're basically like, like, oh, yeah, the vote last night. That was good. Good job, everybody. Good job. And then she just leaves him. Yeah. She just leaves him to look for the idol alone. Mm. She didn't think, okay, why did Devons lie about finding that idol? I could not believe that they didn't take the offensive approach here. And we saw Gavin later on try to just follow him, you know, basically just try to stick someone on him so that would so that way they would at least know if he did or did not have it. And at that point he already had it, so this was a moot point. Mm-hmm. But my argument is is you have one clear threat left in the game, like we have here. Why didn't the remaining five of them all go? Yeah. Just go. Go look. All five of you. It's a five to one looking advantage. If he looks for one hour, you all look for collectively five hours. And the island, I think, is decently large, but you can cover a mm-hmm. lot of ground with five people. You can. Yeah. And yeah. I think it is so disappointing that they didn't take the offensive approach because the night that he played that idol, they should have known, okay, he's going to go and look for another one. Right. We know he apparently looked for this one and found it. 
Lauren didn't buy his lies. So, she, and she told everyone else, and I think they all kind of agreed that that was the truth. It wasn't a secret what he was going to go do. I, I want to get back to uh, our man, Rick Devins, our boy. So it's already too late, right? He's already found it. By the time their whole tribe gets up and swarms him and tries to follow him and all that, it's already like later on in the day. And Devins is just having fun with them at that point. The third strategic move that Devins made this episode was partnering with Julie, who in his mind is the only player left that's playing on emotion. Yeah. And she might make the decision to take him to the final since she was essentially outcast by all of the other survivors on the Ron vote. And she was, she was left out of that vote. So Devin's, I believe Devin's believes that Julie would take him to the end. I think he is mistaken on that. I think Julie has turned a new leaf. I think Yeah, she seemed to be very emotionally strong after her rock Ron was voted out. Yeah. So, so I think he might be mistaken there. I don't think she would give away the million dollars that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and we even saw Julie kind of make a, a cool move, pushing Lauren to towards voting out Aurora. That was, she made a really good argument there. Yeah, she did. That was, that was a third kind of strategic move. Devin's made. Um, but this this fourth one was was fantastic. Um, and that is that he told everyone during Tribal that he had a hidden immunity idol. Right. He showed it, right? He, or he flashed it. Um, and he told everyone that he would play it for Julie that night. So what that did for Devin's was that allowed him to keep his immunity idol and potentially keep his best ally, his closest ally, you could say, for sure. Yeah. So now at this point, he is guaranteed final four with a two and five chance at taking Julie with him to the final four. Think about that. Now, keep in mind, uh, just double checking your math here. He's now on the final five, but an edge of extinction player is going to return. That's right. right. So it's going to go back up to six. So he's going to have to go from a six to five vote again and then from five to four. And then once you're in the final four, you can go from four to the final by winning the fire making challenge. However, he's still one vote closer. Right. And the impact of that is still there. And like he pointed out in tribal council, this episode, if he and Julie stick together on the next vote and the player that does return from the edge of extinction teams up with them, it's going to be a three, three situation. Again, we have seen that Lauren and Gavin and Victoria are fairly tight. They appear to be tight, but we saw mm-hmm. this episode as well that Victoria and Lauren have been at odds on one another because of Julie. If Julie is still in the equation, and she is right now, that may also tip the balances depending on who's targeted. Sure. I did want to also touch on how important that move was that Rick made because I think Devins, Rick Devins, showed us that he is a better player than at least I initially took him for. So a lot of the talk online on Twitter and on the Survivor subreddit and everything has been basically comparing Rick Devins to Ben Drebergen. We brought this up last week. He's the winner of the Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers Survivor season, season 35. And he won because he made a couple key moves late in the game, just like Devins is doing. So Ben Dregan was able to make it to the final six by playing a hidden immunity idol, which negated six votes against them. This is just like what Devins did last week when he was able to play his and then Ron went home instead. Ben Drebergen was able to go to the final five by playing another hidden immunity idol. But in this case, he did the unprecedented thing of playing the hidden immunity idol 
prior to the vote. So he didn't receive any votes there because everyone knew that they would be wasted votes. And then he made it to the final four by getting yet another hidden immunity idol, negating his votes when he dropped what he called a Ben bomb and made it to the final four. He mm. then made it from the final four to the final three yeah. because of the fire making challenge twist, which was very controversial at the time. So we've seen Devins make similar moves here, but I think he separated himself from comparisons to Ben because of what he did this week in basically bluffing his way into keeping Julie into the game. And what was so weird to me about that, and I'm sure you felt similar, was that it made no logical sense for Devons to ever actually give Julie his hidden immunity idol because that's one more vote that he's safe for. He's right. safe tonight, and he can be safe at the next tribal if right. he keeps it. It makes no sense. Gavin even said it doesn't make sense for him to do this. Right. So there's so there's two ways to use a, a hidden immunity idol, right? If you're not Lauren and aren't married to it, um, you can you can first you can tell no one and play it. Um, so you can secretly target your biggest threat, right? You play it after the votes, and you get to decide who goes home basically as long as you play it on the right person and nobody else has split the votes you get to take out your biggest threat and the second way you can use it is to flash it to show everyone that you have it talk it up big in order to make everyone think you will play it that way you can save it right yeah devon's made the correct move right he chose number two he flashed it you do not flash your idol if you're going to play it that that if you're strategically minded sure you don't do that because all that does is it allows your opponents to choose who goes home then you have basically no say in who's leaving at the end of tribal council yep it's it's instead up to them now i think that flashing the idol was the right move for devons for two particular reasons one there's no clear threat remaining between Lauren, Victoria, and Gavin. Right. I think Devons knows that, uh, especially judging from the jury's reactions during Tribal Council, he will be any of them. So keeping the idol secret and voting off the biggest threat... It has no value anymore. Yeah. Right. It's not a great move for him. So the second reason he made the right move is that this method potentially allows him to keep his biggest ally in the game, and he can also take credit for her salvation while retaining the immunity idol for later. Absolutely. Essentially you're doing three things with one move. And if it doesn't work, Julie goes home. Not that big of a loss. Right. He's still going to make it through at least the next tribal council because everyone knows he's going to play it on himself. Right. And I think it's really interesting to put that against what Gavin did because Gavin has shown us a couple times now that he's not willing to just seize the day even exactly. if not everyone is on board because when Lauren approached him and said that Devins and Julie and Lauren were all willing to target Aurora instead of Julie, he could have made the decision right there to be the fourth vote and to vote for Aurora instead of Julie. But he chose instead to go make sure that, quote, Vic was okay with it. And he goes to Victoria and Victoria says, no, of course not. We need to get rid of Julie because Julie is a vote with Lauren and I don't mm -hmm. want Lauren to have more power right. than me later on. Very astute words by Victoria. Even so, Gavin felt like he needed to go talk to her about it, and we have no reason to think that the plan was anything other than Julie going into tribal council because basically Victoria flexed, Gavin bent under her thumb, and then they went along mm -hmm. with it. Gavin needs to realize that had he gone with the Aurora vote, he would then own some of the credit for the way that vote exactly. went. Exactly. 
if he had been the one that led the charge on Aurora. But because of how it played out, and Rick was the one that said Aurora's on the bottom, and then he and Julie voted for Aurora, even if this isn't really the case, to the jury's perspective, Rick is the one that dominated that vote. Just like you said, he gets all of the credit for what happened. Gavin had an opportunity to take something there to bolster his resume, and I think he blew it. I, I think that is a very common theme of this season, specifically of the people that are left, right? Victoria and Gavin. I mean, Lauren, I mean, what what has she done? Very, very little. Um, Victoria has made all the right votes and has made two moves, basically. Yeah. And then you have Gavin, who's by far made the most strategic moves of anyone else left. But, you know, still, he plays it safe. Anytime that there's a chance of him going home, he bucks. Yep. If I were in the game, right, and Devins makes that move, I know, I know that he is talking about it because he's not going to play it. So I totally vote uh, for Julie in that instance. Yep. I think they should have called his bluff. Absolutely. And it showed us that Victoria and Lauren and Gavin, at least in this instance, weren't willing to make the bold move when the outlook wasn't 100% clear. They basically said, oh, there's 10% uncertainty here, even though it makes no sense for Devins to do this. Just because he can, they weren't willing to go along with it. And they lost an opportunity to take out one of Lauren's numbers and one of Devin's numbers at the same time. And I was really disappointed that they weren't willing to go for it. Something else that stood out to me is that Victoria seems to be the most in tune with who is aligned with who. The fact that when Gavin came up to Victoria and basically said, hey, the other people are considering voting for Aurora instead of Julie, she immediately said, well, that's because Lauren and Julie are tight, and we don't want that, do we, Gavin? Essentially, is what she said, and I think that she, her, I think that her desire to fly under the radar has gotten stronger as the game has gone on. For whatever reason, she hasn't been willing to really stick her neck out, and I think that Victoria is one of the most savvy players we have in the game, and it's disappointing to see that she hasn't been willing to really double down on that. One thing that has kind of also been a theme for the Edge of Extinction is the people who truly understand interpersonal relationships and make moves based off those are all gone, right? Ron was probably the best at that this season. Um, Very, very good at that. Yeah, he was much more emotionally intelligent than the rest were. Emotionally intelligent, but he also used it to shape the game in the way he wanted it to go, right? Because it's one thing to understand what's going on and to go along with it, and it's another thing to be in control of it, right? So yeah. the 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 picture this season has been a pilot and a passenger, right, in an airplane. So I I really don't see Victoria as much of a pilot, and I, I think that she's had plenty of opportunities to be that. And at times she's flashed, you know, some brilliance with the Aubrey move way early, early on in the game. And, you know, so, so every now and then it's just, wow, you know, she can really make moves, but it seems like she's just trying to fly under the radar. Uh, So, so many times when Mm -hmm. she could have the opportunity to pick up votes, she chooses that hundred percent option. Yeah. I think Victoria is a player who would have done very, very well in any season of Survivor before Immunity Idols were introduced. 
But I think in this kind of new age of Survivor where things aren't 100% certain all the time because there is hidden knowledge, she seems to be a little bit hindered by that. So speaking of hidden knowledge, uh, Caleb, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, where Where is Lauren's immunity idol? I think that it's probably in her bag, maybe? Uh, see, I have another theory. What's your theory? My theory is she buries it, and she digs, 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 and buries it next to a rock, and then the tide comes in, and uh, remember, that was the last time we saw the idol. Uh, the tide comes in and washes it away, and a uh, sea turtle comes by and swims swims around and sees it and decides that it looks good around his neck, and I think that at this point, it's about 600 miles away from the Fijian Islands. And he's currently bragging to his turtle friends that he found this cool necklace on this island, just had a little sand on it from being buried, but now he has it. And that is the reason why Lauren has just held on to this immunity idol for forever. She doesn't actually have it anymore. I, I, I tell you what, I guarantee you it isn't in Lauren's back. How can you go this long without using the most powerful weapon in the game? The way I saw in this last vote was that if Devins actually did play his idol, that Lauren would do it as well. I don't think that she has lost it because the immunity idols, the hidden immunity idols are a really unique piece of property when you're in Survivor. And it is known that, you know, they can't be stolen. Even if you go through someone's bag and find it, you can't take it on your own. And there's actually precedent that if you lose it or if it's taken from you, that production will go and get it for you. I wouldn't be surprised if production nowadays had an extra couple of idols because back in Survivor One World with our probably most hated Survivor player ever, Colton. Do you remember Colton from Blood vs. Water as well? I have erased him from my memory. Well, you know, he's just a real gem, a really nice guy. Has, you know, never been mean to a soul in his life. Oh, yeah. But back on that season, he had an immunity idol, and one of the other Survivor players actually took the idol and threw it into the ocean. And this wasn't shown in the episode, but it was shown in the behind-the-scenes stuff because mm -hmm. they threw it in the ocean and that was Colton's idol and he hadn't given possession of it to another player who threw it into the ocean. Production had to spend hours wading through the water trying to find the hidden immunity idol because it's rightfully Colton's. So even if Lauren was careless with her idol and it was washed out to sea, I don't think that they would be able to deprive her of that my other argument as to why she still has it is that throughout this season they actually made a change part way in that now they show you the advantages that any given survivor player has so underneath their name during their confessionals it says lauren one hidden immunity idol right so they're telling us that it's still actively within her possession. I, I guess I guess I I guess I should explain that I was being facetious. I know you are, but I, think, I mean I but just wanted to Here's the thing. Seriously though, I think we need to both of us amend something we both said early in the season about Lauren and Wentworth being tight about their idols. So we we lauded them and applauded them. We gave them golf claps because they did not play their idols when they were being threatened. Yeah. And now now what we have seen is we've seen Wentworth go home with an idol in her pocket and we've seen Lauren just not not going to use it. Just not going to use the most powerful weapon in the game. Here's the thing about hidden immunity idols, Caleb, is it's completely pointless if you have 
your fingers in a death grip on it and you're just and and you've you've told no one yeah if a tree falls down in the middle of a forest does it make a sound if a hidden immunity idol is found and then hidden in someone's bag for the rest of the season was it truly found right i don't think so i completely agree it's definitely useless if you never use it right and it's kind of like the horn in prince caspian where they debate whether or not to blow the horn to call for yeah. help and eventually they're like well if we're not going to use it now is there ever a time when we are going to good use reference it? and eventually they say okay let's just do it because we don't know if there's going to be a time when it's more desperate than this and what i think that lauren should be evaluating at this point is there's only so many tribal councils left and while it is possible that she could be targeted no it seems to me it i mean it's logistically possible right it is one of the possible outcomes i agree though that it's not likely it's not disagree and (laughs) she should recognize that it's not likely that she's going to be targeted and she needs to use it to better her position in the game this last tribal council she could have seen that everyone was going to vote for aurora and she could have chosen to play on aurora to keep her in the game and maybe target Victoria. She could have thrown a vote towards Victoria, and then it would have been a one versus one vote, Victoria and Julie, and then it would have gone to a revote. Now, let me ask you, if it goes to a tie vote, a one versus one, Victoria and Julie outcome, and they have to revote where Victoria and Julie do not vote, is there any scenario where Victoria stays in the game? I don't think so, because I think Devins and Lauren would both vote for Victoria, and that too right there, I think would solidify things. So. She could have used it to take control, but I think she's so fearful. She wants to have a kind of a a rainy day fund of survival immunity, and I think she's just going to use it at the last opportunity, and it's going to be totally pointless. I don't feel like she should have used it this tribal council. I think she should have used it six tribal councils ago. In what situation? I'm not going to point to a specific situation because here's the thing about Lauren is she hasn't made significant allies since Wentworth. Right. She hasn't had someone specifically to protect. But that's the thing about Lauren is she's not playing the game well. She doesn't have a tight alliance. She hasn't made moves. She's had the most powerful tool in the game. And if we're being honest here, which which I promise to be to all of our listeners, I promise to be honest uh, with you all. I honestly feel that Lauren is more of a goat than Julie is because Lauren, I mean, what has Lauren done? And yeah. here's the thing, too. If she gets the final tribal council, she pulls out a hidden immunity idol, and she's like, hey, I've had this the whole time. If I were anybody on that jury, I'd be like, why didn't you use it yeah. on someone, on one of your allies? Use it to make an ally. Give it to someone you like. Just give it to them, right? Do something with it. Here's the thing. She is not a threat to be voted out. The only way she doesn't make it to the final tribal council is if she does not make fire. If she just doesn't make fire, then she's gone. So I, I, I don't know why she has had a death grip on this, on this immunity idol, but I'll tell you what, it makes for a much harder season to watch when people are just going to take the advantages that make the game interesting and hold on to them and do nothing with them. It, it kind of, it really, it really peeves me off. It really peeves me. I'm peeved about the whole peeved. thing. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm quite peeved. Are, are you peeved, dude? Dude. This brings up one of the competing theories about how survivors should be played. You know, what makes a good survivor player? Because there yeah. are people that would say, 
the best survivor players never need a hidden immunity idol. And I do Mm -hmm. tend to agree with that theory. Sure. Because if you're doing very good in the social game, you're doing really good in the strategic type of game, you're keeping your allies close and you're keeping your enemies, think that they're also your allies, right? If you're doing all this right, you probably don't need that idol. But at the same time, I'm not going to say that a correctly played idol like Devin's did is poor play. He saw what was happening and then he stopped it from happening and he's still in the game because of something that he did. He took an action that required him to make a decision, did it, and is better off for it. So I kind of see where the people are coming from who say that you should never need one. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't mean that he's a bad player. I think, like you said, Lauren is almost a worse player because she's had it and has squandered the opportunity to allow it to better her game. So I feel like their remaining players, with the exception of Devons, are afraid to appear prideful or bombastic because that means that people won't want to take them to the end because they'll be too much of a threat in the finals. So people are just kind of, they're they're covering their personalities, they're saying as few words as possible, they're not making big moves. So I think that um, the end result for this season, this is my, my hot take, I think the final tribal will be very, very interesting as I suspect that you will have multiple people taking credit for the same moves because they'll get to that that final seat and they'll have to tell everyone what they did with their time in the game and their precious few risks that were taken and the ones that were taken everybody's going to want to take credit for them right so you will have multiple people saying no that was me no that was me i started it if not then it's just going to be a really quiet lame final tribal with just a lame lame result i hope it's exciting i hope it fulfills you know that the itches it, it scratches the itches that we all have for more more drama this season. I think that what you were alluding to there is definitely true because I was thinking about okay whose resume looks like what and who would be kind of in the lead of tribal council were tomorrow what would happen and I think that when you look at Gavin Lauren and Victoria's resumes they like you said are essentially the same especially post merge they voted in tandem a lot lauren was the last one to the party but she is kind of just riding their coattails now like she used to ride kelly's and right. even with gavin i like gavin as a player i think he understands the game very well but he seems to be letting victoria call the shots and as a consequence gavin's resume is essentially just diet victoria Right. It's just Victoria minus some of the initiative. And even Victoria hasn't been taking as much initiative <laughs> as I want her to. I do think it's important now to talk about the fact that a Edge of Extinction player is going to return. And I don't really know if it's that important to discuss who it is because I think we have to answer this question first. Is there a single person on the Edge of Extinction who, if they were to return, can win? Like, do they even have a compelling case? I don't think so. At this point, too much has happened since all the good players have left. I think that just winning one challenge on the edge of extinction doesn't give you enough resume. You know, if Devons makes it to the end, I think he's a lock. I think he's a he's a lock, barring a complete meltdown where he insults everyone. Yeah. In the final tribal council. Yep. I think I think Devons is going to win this game if he can make it to the end which he's got a good shot at, in my opinion. I agree. Anybody else, I think uh, probably Gavin, if he makes it to the end, he's going to have a compelling case. Um, He's good at speaking. He's personable. 
you know, he's kind of charismatic. He's got that for him. And he's got he's got moves, right? So he's got the Ron move, I think. Right, he was a swing. I think he's got the War Dog move uh, as well. At least a, a large por- portion of the War Dog move was due to Gavin, especially with him playing up to the jury during Tribal Council just before right. War Dog was voted off. So if you have, let's say you have Aubrey return. Yeah. I, I don't think... I don't think she's done really anything in the game except sit on the edge of extinction. Unfortunately, yeah. You can't just sit on the edge of extinction and then be like, I'm a survivor. It's like, yes, yes, you were on an island for a long time and you got really, really thin and skinny and your bones are sticking out. Maybe sun poisoned. That's that's great for you. But that's not the game of Survivor that we watch and yeah. love. I highly doubt, and and this is just from not seeing hardly any footage from the Edge of Extinction, thanks to your production. Um, but I don't think anybody on the Edge of Extinction has a snowball's chance in Fiji at actually getting enough votes. I I, I wanted for that to happen, but I, I just don't see it yeah. anymore. What do you think? I mean, throwing back all the way back to episode one, you and I were reviewing the first episode and we were making our our long game picks about who would win the Super Bowl, essentially. And you picked Aubrey. I picked Joe. And my reasoning for Joe distinctly was that he was going to go to the merge, get voted out, come back and win. And I was like, this is the season where he has the opportunity to come back in win a handful of immunity challenges and then go to final tribal and have a compelling case. But yeah. the problem that I didn't foresee with that, number one, is that he was voted out immediately. So yeah. <laughs> he and Aubrey have the same problem, right? The first tribal right. councils that they were in, they were both voted out in those same tribal councils. They have yep. zero successful tribal councils and therefore zero successful votes. No outwit. Yeah, they None. have they have nothing on their resume currently. But even if they make it back into the game now, they can say, well, I fought my way back into this game at the 11th hour and that's why I'm here. The problem is that most likely Devins is going to be there too. And he has that same credential. (laughs) He has that same credential. But the only difference is, hey, yeah, I made it back in. And now I've been playing like a guy with, you know, house money, just like he said in this episode. And I've earned my way every step of the way, all the way here, starting back on my return from the edge. So that credential is kind of negated at that point. If you have two people in the final three who both came back, I think it kind of becomes a moot point. Maybe it becomes a small leg up on the third person there. But depending Mm -hmm. on that third person's resume, it may be still more compelling. I I think, too, during Tribal Council, Jeff asked Evans, basically, where his bravado was coming from, right? Where that that pride was coming from. And I think that's because Jeff, who's also very emotionally intelligent, he's noticed a change in Devin's. And we all have from that winsome guy at the very beginning who just wanted to be friends with everyone. Right. That was, that was very clearly his, his, his goal coming in was just to be everyone's friend. And that way no one want to vote him off, which is very like pie in the sky. Like, Oh, that's cute. You know, (laughs) he has no idea what he's doing. So Jeff asked if his bravado came from being voted off already and working his way back from the edge of extinction. Devins obviously replied in the affirmative. So essentially what we have in Devins, and this is the point that you were making is we have someone who has had the experience of being voted off already. He has essentially the experience of a return player. And Devons, at, at the beginning of the season, he was just trying to be as winsome as possible. But this new Devons, I think, is basically a mixture between the old Devons and War Dog. 
because I think he's got some ego. He's got some strategy, mm-hmm. which is which is from Wardog, and that's not the Devons that that entered this island. That's not the Devons that came to Fiji. He's got some pride and he's playing with it. And I think that in in my opinion, Survivor season 38 has already seen their edge of extinction return player come back and make a run and I don't think we're going to see another one get close to the million dollars. I was tempted to, you know, go in depth on who was going to win the return spot from the edge of extinction, but at the end of the day, I think it's really irrelevant because yep. I think that they likely won't make it to the final because I do think they're going to be quote unquote an easy vote. If they do make it to the final, I don't think they have a compelling case. And depending on the type of challenge that it is, it may be very, very even, you know, the only person who I'm really interested in returning. Can you guess who David? No, absolutely not. I want queen ream in the (laughs) final baby. And let me tell you why I've spent a lot of time, thinking about why having Reem in the final would be the best ending for the Edge of Extinction. Here's why. Number one, think about the entertainment value. Oh, yeah. Imagine her being on the final three. (laughs) Again, to call everyone dude, duder, man, champ. You know, talking about her journey from mother to mean person to mother to mean person back to mother to mean person. And then finally, mother. After she read her letter from herself this episode. Oh, yeah. Secondly, there is something poetic about Reem being the very first Survivor player in Survivor history to not only be the first vote off and still being there on the final three. I think it just comes full circle for her. And here's the thing, Ben. I kind of want to see Reem back for a return season. <laughs> I want to see her win this one. Oh my gosh! Can you? The Survivor verse would just implode and leave Devons with his mouth just hanging open. <laughs> well, you know one thing about Reem is that she always likes to have the last word. She sure does. And she, I, she's had the last word in every single episode this season. My hope is that even after the jury is concluded and Jeff walks off with the with the vase full of, you know, paper votes that yeah. she still gets one last word in before they transition to the live reveal. Maybe we'll get that. <laughs> but uh, I think it would be really cool to see Reem having in a way actually made it all 39 days. And maybe we would get to see a second season of her. And I think she would be really entertaining then. She went from someone who you and I were both highly annoyed by to someone oh, who yeah. I, I genuinely look forward to seeing what she does when that person arrives. I think last last episode I said something like uh, everyone on the edge of extinction will be changed after their experience with Reem for 20 something days. I think that we, Caleb, have changed because of Reem (laughs) because it's not her she's still the same Reem but yet our opinion of her is so different but with that I do think we should wrap it up so thank you all for listening if you can all leave us a review or some feedback on our page on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher we would really appreciate that you can find us on Twitter at TribalTalkPod on Twitter or at TribalTalkPod at gmail.com feel free to send us some feedback through there other than that we will catch you next time thanks everyone Thank you.